Welcome to Comedians Ruin the Bachelor slash Bachelorette podcast, the show where I date all the comedians and I pick three of them I want to fuck and then I pick two of them who I want to fuck my dad and the last one I get to fuck his dad and then we solve racism. Today I am here with two men named Phil is a common problem in the bachelor world normally like we just use a consonant like just phil c but they're both phil c <laughs> so why don't y'all introduce yourself uh you can call me philip the whole name i prefer philip i have come from a whole line of uh like four women back all named the same name phyllis and my mom <laughs> didn't think she was gonna have a boy so a girl so she named me philip so i am actually like third generation phyllis so Phyllis, right, I like that. Right. Yeah, I don't like that. So the so we so I, I just say Philip, Philip the whole name. I prefer that. So I am Philip, Philip Cano. Uh thank you for having me sit here with you guys. Philip Cano runs Humor Underground, which is yeah. a really great homegrown backyard showcase of comedy in the Denver area. Uh all right, Phil Corridor, who's always here. He's actually he's kind of an OG. Yes, and I'm so quiet that everybody feels like they have to speak for me. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, that's good that you go by Philip because. But I, I, I'll probably be bad at it. Are you one L or two? Well, two L's and Philip, but one L and Phil. Yeah, yeah. I've seen two L Phils and yeah. they're fucked up. I've seen one L Phil. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but yeah only my mom and the cops call me philip yeah the judge and the judges the judges yeah. and the feds <laughs> but so um i i do want to apologize i want to start by apologizing because it's 2021 <laughs> that's all we're doing these days uh in the last episode i implied that fluffy dresses were not necessarily racist. When the reality is that fluffy dresses are racist. So I'm going to have to step away from the podcast to really reflect on myself and grow. So I'm going to step away for like 60 seconds and um, let you guys host because I am problematic and violent. I would say corseted <laughs> fluffy dresses would be the most racist. Just, just throwing that out there. Racist dresses, man. I no comment. <laughs> I just think the whole thing is bullshit. We're just looking for excuses to hate white people when we should be hating individual people that suck. Yeah. Okay. I could be a host again because I just listened to whatever he just said. Uh, so basically what happened is throughout this show, stuff was coming out on social media about the different people on the show, unbeknownst to the people who are on the show. So like Rachel has no idea that she's about to be like America's scapegoat for racism on television, like that she's about to go down in the history book. She has no clue. She just thinks she's being emotionally manipulated on TV and looking cute. But uh, that's what's going on. So they found some pictures. And um, one of the pictures, she's at like a plantation party. It was a sorority party. And it's at a plantation and they're wearing the poofy dresses. And, and then also, I guess she had liked 
some of her friend's pictures. Like one of them was like in front of a Confederate flag at a bar. Like not like at a Klan rally, but like at a bar, which I mean, the Confederate flag sucks, but it's just like, if you point a camera in some places in the South, there's going to be a Confederate flag in the background somewhere regardless. Uh, but anyway, so there was that another girl came forward and this is, I haven't gotten any other stories like this uh, or any more details on what she actually did. But there was this girl saying that, oh, it's real rich that Rachel's on this show because she bullied me for dating black guys back in high school in Georgia. And that one, that could be, you know, she could have said some really racist shit to this girl in high school. Also, it's like, what does bully mean? Because sometimes people just say dumb shit to their friends or like tease them for fucking people. Oh, so like her friend was also white dating black guys? Yes. Oh, well then she was probably just jealous. Or like she knew that her dad wouldn't let her date black guys and her friends dating black guys. And she's like, well, hope your push is okay, you dumb bitch. I don't know. Yeah. Is that what girls say? Yeah, that's exactly how girls talk. (laughs) You're an expert at females. (laughs) All right, so we're going to start this episode by talking about Bang Week, a.k.a. Fantasy Suites. I personally believe that I don't think none of them even had sex. I think there is a non-sex clause, and I would like to even look it up because I I feel like a good 90% that these people didn't even fuck on this show. So, wow. What makes you feel that way? Uh, Well, I mean, like without like the context of the show, just just uh, the 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 climate of today's of today's society. I don't think that they would encourage sexual intercourse with the people on the show and then to film it and show it. I think they could uh, like allude to it through just like camera tricks and whatnot and just the way they talk make it look like they make fucked. It look like they fucked but i don't think they fucked i think I, I i i think that they might there might like i said i think there might even be a clause that there is no sexual activity on the show because just the glorification of it especially today i don't think it would fly so i don't even think they fucked they might have fucked now like after like the show's over and shit they might have fucked yeah i have a feeling like the closed doors after the fucking milk bath and shit which <laughs> yeah, which was fucking, which I thought was the most racist part. That was, you know, if they're taking fucking milk, the two only two black people taking fucking milk fast porn. That used to be a thing that uh, Nazis and KKKers used to do to black people is pour milk on them and shit. So that shit's bad. That shit's like way more racist than any fucking dress. Well, also, okay, so their date is at a Pennsylvania Dutch spa, which I don't know what any of those words right. mean because I was born under a rock yesterday, but it sounds kind of racist. Right. And if I went to a Pennsylvania Dutch spa and I saw black people pouring milk all over themselves and shit, I'd be like, this is so fucking racist. Yeah, this is the clan. Yeah, this is fucking sick. So This is the clan updated. Right. So I, re- I think that they're not fucking and I think that they're all just racistly pouring milk on each other. And it was very disturbing. So I don't think none of them are fucking bang week. Bang week, I think it's just camera tricks. It's all just camera tricks. And then, like, they're, like, that's gross. They're fucking, like, like within the same hours of each other that they're not fucking. I don't think they're yeah, fucking. Yeah, you you have to fuck three even, women even, in one Even week. just seeing them kiss and shit is just, like, a little bit fucking too disturbing for me with today's climate and shit. I was like, i never seen the show. 25 years of this fucking show, i never seen that shit. Um, I watched one at one episode of that shit, and I was like, this shit is racist and sexist and all kind of shit. I felt a little bit disturbed. <laughs> I felt a little bit disturbed thinking that they're all going to bang. I was like, dang, 
That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. Keep going. I don't think they banked. Anyway, point of the story is I don't think none of them banked. Uh, well, there there has been banging on the show. There's also been banging controversy. One of the spinoffs is called Bachelor in Paradise, where it's like all the rejects fuck each other. Yeah. So in just paradise. like comedy. Ha 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 ha. the camera chicks? Or, are they still No, wrong? no, they do they like, fuck. Because, you know, like on uh, the real world, and like they really fuck on the real world. You know what I'm saying? So yeah yeah like and they show like black light or like uh what's that shit like <laughs> night vision footage and shit yeah like the predator yeah, is watching yeah, them. Yeah, like, so so i I, be- I believe they're banging on on the real world but i didn't see no no i didn't see no uh night vision footage on the bachelor so well I'm, well they're right. classy about it but then also um they had they had to cut back on the drinking on the show because of the real sex that was happening on the show because they oh, had yeah. this girl who like she mixed medication like her first day in paradise which is just like a a resort in Mexico. She uh, blacked out completely because she was taking weird psychiatric medication and she was being a crazy overenthusiastic bitch and she got really drunk and she blacked out and she had acrobatic sex in the pool uh, with this one dude, Demario. And it was so morally ambiguous that the producers were like, hey, uh... Shit. Like you might have been raped, I don't know. You might have raped yourself, <laughs> and like I mean, it fucked it up for Demario because he didn't really rape her. He just literally, he just thought that's who she was, which is fair. But like, there is sex that is a problem. Drinking is a problem on the show. Right. That's why I'm saying I like. I get the feeling that they shouldn't be condoning that sort of thing on on the show. It's just I think it's just fancy cameras. I but think it might could be. It's but con. It's contractually obli- like. It's in the contract, like they have to fuck because <laughs> they have to get like the fucking mental distress, like somewhere. Like it has to be real. Yeah, <sighs> the tears, the tears. The tears are definitely real. At least I thought they were real. <laughs> yeah, well, white tears make the best lubricant, mm. and that's why. Uh, that's why Matt James prefers racists. It's just his preference. I thought the tears looked way more lubricated off of the colored girls than, I, than the white girls. She was covered in milk. Yeah, and oatmeal, milk and oatmeal. It's it just that just seems like it's a hate crime. But what's fucked up is okay. So they, they all have to sit in this room together and like talk like talk with each other while uh, different one of them goes out to bang. Right, right. And and they they're sitting there without cell phones or TV or anything. So they're just sitting in this living room while each one like every day a girl disappears yeah, to right. bang my boyfriend. Right, that's cold. And comes yeah, back. That's cold. And that they're so like, cold. and then they're all sad. They're sitting there all sad and shit. But like, they're still like, how yeah. was last night? How was the bang? And, and then she's like, we we bathed each other in butter and oatmeal. And milk. Yeah, we did a racist Dutch ceremony. It was exfoliating. And the other girl was all sad because she went camping, fucking setting up a tent. That was like, this bullshit. is fucking lame. Some of the dates on the show are unfair. Like the last uh, the sh- season of The Bachelorette, one of her fantasy suite dates, because this is when it was real low budget with the corona and stuff. Uh, it was just, we're going to set the record for longest, coldest kiss. So she had him just sat, sit in an ice bucket. <laughs> And they just like froze their balls off, and then I think she fucked them in like a trailer or some shit. Like I saw, I saw one of the dates, and they're they're just like fucking uh, on a tractor, fucking cutting grain and shit. And like, I got an idea for a date. Let's go to work and fucking hop on a fucking tractor and cut grain. That shit's hard work. Sweat. Mow my lawn. Sweat. Today. Yeah, yeah. That's no. I was like, hell no. Nah. Or I'm gonna have five guys over, and they can compete for who can mow my lawn. Maybe maybe the shittiest eyebrows can fucking go ahead and mow the lawn. 
Shittiest eyebrows? Who yeah. has the shittiest eyebrows? The fucking I the shittiest eyebrows. I thought I thought the girl with the best eyes eyebrows won. The white girl, she had the best eyebrows. The second best eyebrows was the second girl, and then the third best eyebrows was that girl that got kicked off. And really? then I and then I accidentally watched a half hour of the fucking Bachelorette on accident, and I was just fucking straight talking shit about this bitch's eyebrows for like a fucking hour, and I was like, thank God this ain't the show I'm watching. I turned that shit off and put on the Bachelor. Matt Matt James has nice eyebrows. I, d- I didn't look at the boys' eyebrows too much. I looked at the, most of the girls' eyebrows. Most boys, most guys, don't. They're, they're not too hung up on their eyebrows. But girls are hung up 100% on their eyebrows. You're the only man who cares. Yeah, and, <laughs> and I will talk shit about a girl's bi- eyebrows. And, Phil, if you want to get some, you go tell a girl she has nice eyebrows. You see a girl and you'll be like, you go tell her and you'll be like, man, you have the nicest eyebrows. And you'll get it. I promise you. If she doesn't, if she does, and that's if she if she has shitty eyebrows and you tell her, then you ain't gonna get it. She has to have nice eyebrows and you gotta tell. Oh her. yeah, if she has like 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 yeah, if she has really sh- thin like clown eyebrows yeah. and you and tell she her knows they're nice. whack and you're just like, I like your eyebrows. She'll punch you in the dick. Yeah, yeah. she because she, she knows have, she knows yeah. she fucked him up. Yeah. And then like uh, they were showing like compilation footage like of all the different dates and shit, and you can tell like she has different and different eyebrow lady. Like each one of them got a different eyebrow lady, like their own stylist and shit. So each one of their eyebrows, sometimes they look better than others and sometimes they don't. And then sometimes they get out the fucking shower and you're like, this bitch's eyebrows is bad. <laughs> oh, well, a lot of women draw on like their whole face yeah, now. Yeah, right. So. so I was like looking at looking at her, the white girl's eyebrows. I was looking at the white girl's eyebrows. I was like, I want to see this bitch after a shower. Oh, actually, R- Rachel does. I mean, she's a beautiful girl either way, but she does look like a totally different person when yeah. she doesn't do the Kardashian makeup. Right. Yeah, out Like the that shower. Kardashian makeup, like my grandfather's Arabian shit like that's completely she draws that on yeah At like least she's cute but it's like she's not the same dude yeah like if i was the dude on the show like I, it would be like uh everybody take a shower first for the first fucking thing everybody fucking take a shower and then come in here no makeup no face on i need to see everybody's face no makeup eyebrows mostly you sound like an abusive cult leader yeah well then my eyebrows gotta be nice <laughs> they gotta be nice for uh what, what's the what's the cult monster's name fucking uh you know fucking cthulhu the fuck your eye, your eyebrows need to look good for cthulhu man <laughs> okay so he takes he takes brie to the woods which is fucked up because neither of them like woods right you know and like she's not a woods girl the woods sucks and it, it reminds me of like uh, when you meet Colorado dudes on Bumble, they all want to take you to the woods, right. like right away. Like I haven't even met you. It's like I like wood, not the woods. <laughs> but like, especially like during COVID, they don't even want to pretend. Oh, we're gonna meet first at a coffee shop, and you know, see if we trust each other before you get in my car and we go to the woods. So I always try to compromise. Like we can walk around a graveyard, or like you gonna suck my dick in a graveyard. But anyway, so he takes her to the woods, and he doesn't even get his dick sucked. That's the only thing to do in the woods. I know. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing else to do in the woods so get your dick sucked. Like, she hates it. Right. They both uh, hated it. That was a dumb one. But the thing is, like, okay, so he was never going to choose Brie, because originally, when he was down to his final four, the third rose was going to go to this chick, Serena P., who just had no chemistry with him whatsoever. And she was really, really tiny, so I think she was terrified of his huge lumbering like abraham lincoln body body yeah so serena, serena was supposed to be one of the third people on bang week but it was brie so she was never gonna get chosen he took her to the woods worst date ever so the question i pose to you guys starting with phil corridor is what would your fantasy suite be like for the girl who you really wanted to fuck because she kind of reminded you of beyonce and Aaliyah put together 
but you knew that you weren't going to marry. And I knew that I wasn't going to marry her, but... You're not going to choose her, but you're going to fuck her tonight. So I should impress her at least to, you know, make her want to... She's not contractually obligated to fuck me. But she's at a lower position of power than you, so I think she's going to fuck you even if you take her to the motherfucking woods. Oh, well then, you know, uh, you just keep it simple. You could just go to Applebee's. Yeah, well, I'll take her to my favorite spot, which is a secret. I'll keep it a secret. And then... uh, McDonald's. (laughs) No, Taco Palace. Uh, I... I'm I'm old fashioned, which means I don't want to do any work. <laughs> if she if she's gonna fuck, then what's the point? <laughs> I'd make that bitch drive me to Taco Bell. Drive you to Taco Bell. I'd just be like, we'd walk out. There would be a car, and she's like, "Oh, where'd this car come from?" And I'm like, "Oh, don't you want to drive? Don't you miss driving?" And then I just kind of work on her manipulator into <laughs> being the one who drives, and then uh. I would I would just I'll just start navigating her to Taco Bell and um and then be like oh, shit I forgot my wallet. And then we and then you know we get back to her house and um I mean I'll eat her pussy really good cuz she's hot. That's why she's made it this far. Um I will never let her meet my mom. But uh and then we fuck. And then I'm you know real vague about shit and you know instead of talking about emotions it's like oh don't you want to watch South Park? And then I'll pretend to be asleep for eight hours. And I'll wake up after she's already put her makeup back on. And after the eyebrows are back on. She huh? was asleep the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a whole eyebrow stain <laughs> on my pillow. And I'll just be like, oh, babe. Uh, you know, you know, I was going to say something weird. But, you know, I think I would, I would, I don't know if that exists. But I would find a spot that lets you take your date to cook for him. If they don't have the spot, we should all make a spot where we can go and cook our own spot. <laughs> we could cook, cook for we your date. We could trick our dates into thinking like, that cook, that's a thing. Cook, 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 our, cook for your date. So I'd find a spot to cook for your date that's not at home, but I'd still want to cook for them. Like at the park, like some some like you know grills and things. Right. Well, I don't. I don't want. I wouldn't barbecue for that bitch. I would. I would probably uh, cook. I want. I want to find a spot where I can use a stove and cook for somebody, but not at home. I think there's a spot called the Crock Spot. Yeah. That. Daniel Reskin works at. And they let you cook your own food? Yeah, I think you, oh, man, if you don't have amazing. a crock pot, you can just use their crocks. Dang, that sounds amazing. Anyway, I would cook for her because that sounds cool. I'm glad you would cook for her. Right, I would cook for her. <laughs> right, just to see how, just to see if she, just to watch her face as she eats my food to see if she likes it or not because if she gives me ugly looks while I'm, then she's going to be out. Then you're not going to eat her out. Yeah, yeah. She has to eat my food before I eat her out, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guaranteed that for sure. And then... Uh, probably I, I like downtown. So high, high hotel downtown, whatever the high hotel is downtown, the highest hotel, good, nice view. Fucking pressed her up against the fucking window, bang the shit out of her from the back while she's looking out. That'd be awesome. I yep. streaked the Grand Hyatt. Yeah. yeah. Which floor? The lobby. Oh. <laughs> did, did you get caught or did you keep going? Yeah, they were really nice. They're like, excuse me, sir. They had a towel. <laughs> they like Time took to me back up to the room. How oh, you were staying there? It was, <laughs> that's, uh, why, that's why they let you stay my there. My graduation yeah. from Ecotech. Yeah, they represent. Did they get you a towel or just like a little washcloth? It was a towel. They needed a full <laughs> size towel. <laughs> There's this great like uh, Riverview Hotel in downtown Mobile where 
like I fucked two different dudes in the windows and like the second time like the window was facing where like the bellboy was so he like saw the whole thing and he's like walked by like hey you see the glow of his cigarette yeah that's what I would do with the girl I wanted to fuck but not marry because I'm not marrying any dude (laughs) that I fucked in that hotel (laughs) not those two anyway no so the last date on Bane Week is Rachel and Rachel has been losing her mind the whole time because she's just like this she dude just, just fucked all my yeah, roommates. Right? Oh, man. <laughs> I, felt, I felt bad for her the most because she's just sitting there like fucking crying the real tears because both after each girl comes back, it was cold. Yeah. yeah. So like I used to I used to be sad when, when I'd see girls that I like go on a date with somebody else and shit. I'd be sad as shit. I still get sad when I see the girl I, would I like be sad, on a date. Like if it's all happening in one week, like oh, yeah. when there's overlap, like yeah, you get even even like when you're in that I'm talking phase. If they're like also talking to someone you know, it's just kind of like yeah, that's a drag. What are you, the Bachelor? Yeah, that's a drag. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't, I don't like it. So I, 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 I sympathize with her the most because she was sitting there, fucking just like having to <laughs> watch all these people come back glowing and shit from their fucking <laughs> yeah, sweet bang. Yeah. yeah. The interesting thing though is that uh, Matt James is actually very turned on by vulnerability, <laughs> and he thinks it's really hot when the girl he is with is having a terrible time and politely expresses how awkward it is for her. Like he gets rock hard for that shit, for vulnerability, which is like one of those buzzwords on this show. We haven't even talked about Matt's dad yet. So bang week is kicked off by Matt confronting his deadbeat father. I didn't like it, but he had to get it over with so he could, you know, get hard. I think so. Do daddy yeah. does does resolving your daddy issues really make you better? Yeah, I mean, sex? can you get any? Do you, do you get any less hard if you have daddy <laughs> issues? I don't uh-huh. have daddy issues, so I'm so my 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 rock hardness is very rock hard. So I don't I, I can't compare. But I just your just dick works like normally yeah, without being related right. to your psychological. But trauma. I've known a lot of people without their dads, and I feel like their dick works just fine. Yeah, but what if like I don't know when she calls me daddy, I think about my dad, and I was like. Why? <laughs> and, you know, like I had to, you know, refocus and then just, uh, and you, you know, think, hope and she you doesn't think, notice And this you think light. talking to your dad would help that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. you think so? Yeah. I just before made... you bang a chick, you just got to go talk to your dad one time. <laughs> and then before he bangs each chick, he brings up his dad at dinner. <laughs> like, he's just like, so I talked to my dad. I, well, I, what it is, I think it's like some good old like catholic guilt type shit which is that um so he does not want to turn into his dad but he has to bang three women this week right and uh you know his dad's an adulterer so (laughs) he like he is his dad like he does like i don't want to hurt and let down these women and yet he's still telling michelle telling brie like i'm really enjoying the time we're spending together and like generic fucking (laughs) hallmark card bullshit right yeah, and, and then, he's gonna fuck them all. <laughs> and then not only did I have to meet his deadbeat dad, is I had to meet the mom who chose his his deadbeat dad to have kids with multiple kids. It looked like she had multiple kids, mom, because they looked the same anyway. So <laughs> sh- this dude has the traits of his deadbeat father and his fucking shitty choice having fucking mom. Yeah, and he cries five times awesome. like mom. Right, fucking crybaby, fucking crybaby. He's a delicate <laughs> lily pad. You know, I'm not. I mean, I, I'm not like toxic masculinity or nothing. I'm just saying, holding your fucking tears, dude. You know what I'm saying? 
It's total Godfather. Slap, Phil. Be a man. Don't fucking cry. No fucking. You save them tears for when I'm dead. God damn it. At one point, when he's having a meltdown to the show's host, Chris Harrison, who's also been canceled since then. Um, at one point, he says, I'm, "I haven't cried in a long time." But he cries like five times right. in this episode. Right. And, and and every everybody every person of color knows the number one rule is never cry in front of a white man. Everybody knows that, right, Phil? You cry in front of somebody else, the uh, color. You cry in front yeah. of white men? I, I actually haven't cried in a long time. Yeah, yeah. Actually. Well, don't do it in front of no white man. Yeah. When was the last time you cried? It was actually last year. Uh, me and Christina were on mushrooms. And <laughs> we just let it all out. And <laughs> Last time I cried, I think it was at the Pink Floyd concert, Roger Waters concert, 2019. Cried my eyes out. Like three Last time I cried. Oh, I had a breakup. Oh yeah, <laughs> my ex boyfriend's bathroom. Uh, was he there too? Was he in the other room while you cried? Yeah, uh, yeah, he was. Saying? He was in the other room, like starting to feel bad at being like, "Hey, I can get you an Uber if you don't want to be here." <laughs> By the second I like left the bathroom, he changed his mind. But I mean, that's that's love. That's relationships. That's. Bang week. Yeah, I don't, I don't even think any of the girls I've ever broken up with I really cried over. Concerts. Mm-hmm. Concerts will make me cry f- more than a fucking girl will make her cry. So any day of the one week. of the points that gets made with Matt James's family is that Matt James has never actually known true love. He's never been in love. Have you guys been in love? Yeah. But yeah. I ain't cry over that bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I might love her. still love her, but no. Yeah. Maybe I'll cry when she's dead. That's why I said, like I said, when 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 you die, it dies when you cry. And cry over some shit where we're all still alive. Yeah. Unless it's mushrooms. Mushrooms is okay to cry I, too. I don't drugs, cry drugs because okay it's over. Cry. I cry because it happened. Mm. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I, I would always just get frustrated and like try to, you know, analyze you know, like, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with them? And, like, why is this happening? And, yeah, I never, it never brought me to tears. It only brought me to logic. Mm. And logic saves my life. <laughs> like, the true love situations that I've been in, I, I actually oftentimes decide to end my relationships from a place of logic. So I don't normally get rejected. I have been rejected, but it made me enraged. It didn't really make me. Yeah, it didn't really make me cry. It just like made me fly into a rage. And then uh, I write more jokes or something. So it works out. But I have definitely been in love. Definitely been in love. I know what it is. I've also like said I love you to some people that maybe those were other chemical feelings. Like, you know, maybe we just fucked in a bang week fantasy suite and you know, this isn't real. We're just we just, you know, played putt putt and rode a helicopter over the Mediterranean Sea with some bachelor producers, so I feel like it's love, but it's not. Dominican Republic, they went to the Dominican Republic. That place fucking sucks, bro. They could have sprung for some more money than Dominican Republic, I thought too. Oh, well, like they can't place. really go very many places because of COVID. Oh, that, that's part of the challenge. Like the, that, that past season of The Bachelorette that they just had was even worse because they hadn't quite figured out what they could do and shit was even more closed down. So literally, like they would have to do shit like we're going to play the floor is lava 
in a hotel room. Yeah, they have that shit at the La Quinta. <laughs> Next to Denny's and shit. Yeah, like they ordered contactless room service and they're like, this counts as a threesome. <laughs> but anyway, so next you know he rejects brie which a lot of people are confused about that you know if you've seen her earlier in the show she's she's, <laughs> she's beautiful which one was brie the second to last one or the, the third one brie was the one in the middle who who just yeah the second the second she went camping date. yeah the she's, camping girl yeah he took her camping. he took this yeah. like beyonce Aaliyah, I liked her. soulful, sweet goddess. She looks like she'll like read your palm, but she also has good credit. He took her <laughs> ass to the woods. Her jacket wasn't didn't even look nice with the backpack on or nothing. I was like, that jacket doesn't go with that backpack at all. Cramping her style, right? And I mean, I, she has natural eyebrows. She did very well uh, for not liking what she was doing and still having to deal with it. So that was cool. Sometimes women got to do that. That sucks that she has to do that. Like, that's kind of a sign of a bad date and bad connection. If you find yourself, I mean, it, like, obviously do it sometimes. Right. Be like, accommodating. Yeah. But but there have been, you know, when you're with someone where you're always the one in the leather jacket in the woods, kind of like having mm-hmm. to play along, roll with the punches. Yeah. So he fucks her, doesn't choose her. Probably. Anyway, maybe he didn't fuck her, though. Like I said, they probably didn't fuck. But they make it look like they fucked, but I don't think they did. Yeah. But to me, like she was the one that I projected to win. Me and too. I thought she was gonna win. There are some cases though in this show where someone will like seem really beautiful and awesome and perfect on TV, but we can't smell them. Did they show her yet, right? Did they show her mom at all? Her mom oh yeah. Oh. Did I miss that was, part? Was it Serena Serena's mom that was really hot? Oh wait, No, they were yeah. both hot. They were both oh, hot. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone on this show has a hot mom. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think I didn't think the dude's mom was that hot. I thought she was kind of bitchy, gray. Oh, Matt's mom. Yeah, the dude's mom. She looks pretty hot. Yeah, and then she picks deadbeat dead, deadbeat dudes, so she got yeah, some bad. Maybe t- she'll that's his pick type. Me. Feels <laughs> <laughs> like I, I could be like a slightly more adequate provider man. than a guy who wasn't there. Man, I, I would love to leave you and your kid after we fuck. Man, that would be so cool. Her face looks really soft, and you know the bar is on the floor, so. Yeah, that would be cool to have Matt James call me, Dad. Matt James, like, at that one point where he's, like, crying. and He'd he's probably talking cry first before he called you. <laughs> his, like, sad dad stories. And he's talking about how, like, one time my dad did come over for five seconds. And he brought me shoes and pizza. But I didn't need shoes. I didn't need pizza. I need, I need shoes and pizza fucking right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Dude, dude, my shoe is talking. Right? My shoe's falling <laughs> off. I need shoes and pizza. I, I walked out of my shoe, see? Yeah, mine's ripping up the steel toe there. I wish a motherfucker <laughs> would buy me pizza and a fucking shoes. I gotta shit. make $15 stretch till Friday. So, yeah, I'm looking for that that daddy who's gonna right, buy yeah. me pizza and shoes. Right. You don't even, pizza. you already have to be there for my whole childhood, you know? Like, my mom cries enough for the both of y'all. <laughs> like, shit, bitch, I'm about to go get some pizza right now. <laughs> Did you ever see Don't Be a Menace? To South Central, drinking your juice in the hood? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I'm here to pick up my son. <laughs> Hello, son. <laughs> I'll be back next week. 
<laughs> so when he goes to introduce Michelle to his family, because that's the next step. All right, so he bangs three of them. Two of them get to meet his family, which basically is consisting of his white mom and his brother, who I think is a SoundCloud rapper version of him. And uh, Michelle's the first one. And the first thing he says about Michelle, this is a red flag that she ain't going to get picked, is Michelle's great. You know, she checks all my boxes. You know, like if I was making a checklist about what kind of wife I was going to buy at the grocery store, Michelle would checklist that whole checklist. She, you know, she fills the boxes. She's very thinking in the box. And that's how you know she's not going to get picked, you know, like because... No one, you don't actually end up with what you want on paper. Sometimes you meet someone who looks good on paper and they just ain't it. So I challenge you with the question, what is on your checklist? Eyebrows, number one. And she got to like what I cook too because I'll probably be the one that I'm cooking. So she got to like what I cook and she's going to have to have good eyebrows. Fire pussy. <laughs> Any character traits? Uh, 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 bilingual is nice. I like somebody, whatever language it is, two languages is cool. Does that count as characteristic? That counts as characteristic, right? Yeah. And, but if she's uh, like a sociopath, that's fine. Oh, yeah. That's she needs all those things. Any any other issues in that is fine. I, issues are cool. I like issues. So <laughs> whatever issues she's So, so like she cheats. Yeah. She, she chews tobacco. Yeah, she yeah. cusses like a sailor, but she's great eyebrows. Yeah. Fire pussy. Loves your cooking. Oh, yeah. She steals all your food. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm down. Not eating off the plate. Don't eat off my plate. I'll make your own plate. Don't eat off my plate. So if she eats off my plate while we're eating, then she's out, too. That means she doesn't know how to ask for what she wants, because she'll be like, I only want a couple things on my plate, and then she'll start eating off yours, you know? Right. I got a nice looking plate. That's like one of my pet peeves is when I got a nice looking plate and then like the girl's like, can I have a bite of your food? And I'm like, yeah, go ahead. And she just fucking stabs the biggest piece of fucking chicken and just fucking eats that shit. I hate that shit. <laughs> Oh my God. Me? My checklist for a woman? Yeah. Men too. You can have one for men too. I'm like probably borderline narcissistic. So I would want somebody like me, but better than I would want to like, you know, prove myself. I don't know. Like I would want like an intellectual someone who uh, likes music? And which, which music? Which music? All like all like yeah. I want her to like music. Like I like music. Like I enjoy composition, and I like fucking. I love fucking music. Have you ever fucked music? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I like like particular uh, full albums. You know, like because some people. They just want to listen to that one song on Spotify. I like to fuck two entire albums in order. Mm, yeah, like oh. uh, Led Zeppelin 1. The whole first half of Led Zeppelin 1 is so fucking awesome to bang to. Oh, my God. If you oh. haven't banged his Led Zeppelin 1 first half. Oh, okay. It's only the first half. Look, I think it's even on there right now. Guess what? <laughs> uh, uh, when, you, when you listen to the first half, uh, uh, the record stops. So you don't, you don't ever go up to the record and flip it over because you're banging. Yeah. So it's only the first half of the album. <laughs> I... I've never banged to music. You just bang music? Well, yeah. Yeah, nice. I dig it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you just like the dead silence when you're banging? You don't You don't like the Luther? You don't listen to Luther? He, like, he likes to banging? toot his own horn. <laughs> yeah. So he'd he be banging and just getting it in. He's like, toot, 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 to
you know, adjust accordingly to the sounds that she's making. You know, if she's silent, then that means go harder, right? (laughs) (laughs) It's more of the same, right? When she's quiet, more of the same? It's, I guess it's kind of unfair to hold a different, a completely different human being to my made up standards. Mm, nice, like nice answer. Holding up standards to like other standards in society. Like if, if I meet somebody and I'm attracted to her, uh, then I know that it's probably for a reason. Oh, so you have one <laughs> box and it's love, dude. You're gonna get a blowjob for that answer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I wish I had a good answer like that. <laughs> uh, I just have like a truthful answer. Like I prefer uh, someone who doesn't smoke cigarettes because I used to and now I don't. So you know, just and it's not that I won't like fuck someone or have a meaningful whatever with someone, but it's just like I don't want to. I just don't. I'm, I just. I just don't want fucking want to be with you. You smoke cigarettes. Gonna get smell like cigarettes. <laughs> but um I've only smoked like two cigarettes my whole life. I'm gonna quit when I'm forty. Yeah. And then like uh <laughs> like I like hit smoke tobacco with like the Indians and stuff, like when we're like praying and shit, but I don't think that counts. I realized recently that I would need a guy who's willing to sometimes just be my bag boy. Like like hold your bag? Yeah, like because like with purse? comedy, I find that sometimes if you're dating like older comics um they really take offense to any time where like you are the star and you just need support and you're being weird and you're being a weird artist like they just kind of they're not down with that but like i have had guys who are just really good at you know like the like like if you imagine like the girl who would show up and help with humor underground you know and just sort of like be like let you do your thing and support it and help. Like nobody wants to help. <laughs> nobody has fucking showed up to help me yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. But when she does, if she has good eyebrows and she cheats on you, then yeah, she's the one. And she's the one, right, right, right. <laughs> and she has to make sure that that when she cheats, she cheats with somebody way hotter than me, and or else if she cheats with somebody uglier than me, I'm and then you're so like, sad. okay. And then if she comes back to you, you know she's the one. Right, right, right. She fucks a hot guy, right, and then right, comes back yeah, and sucks yeah. your dick next week. Right, yeah. And or, then or eats like your even cooking. The, even like the next day it wouldn't even have to be the next week it could be like the next before you be even wash hour. out your mouth yeah, she, <laughs> your semen yeah. will defeat yeah. his yeah but the cooking thing that's also important um yeah if, if i make because i make beautiful meals for my men if i made you a beautiful man a beautiful <laughs> meal for a beautiful man and he wasn't into it like i i would not be turned on by him like yeah, my vagina would not get wet no you know if he that, that is an if you can't substance. get him with your cooking then he probably has covid you have delicious food you know mm-hmm. and he might not have his taste or smell oh god that's true that's so tragic that rules out so many partners <laughs> for us if you think about it like if like 20 percent of the population can't taste or smell and <laughs> we're trying to we're trying to catch a spouse with our cooking <laughs> that's no good <laughs> we're fucked dude all right so so decision week uh i feel like is kind of bullshit because uh, he already knows he's gonna choose rachel he takes michelle on this another terrible day <laughs> where like they're just like uh like scaffolding down a building they're like like for no reason right, like, it's totally in, in unpleasant like the good building it's like the hotel they're staying at I was like, yeah what the fuck? and they just like like rappel down to like the little ledge 
And then, and then fucking Matt has not repelled at all. Right. Like, And he just jumps. He's just like, all right, I'm just going to do this because he's so fucking entitled that he just thinks the world's going to catch him. Like, oh, I'm Matt. <laughs> I pretend I'm a guy who goes to the woods. Matt probably thinks going to the woods is like going to the woods with all the producers. Like he's going to go <laughs> to the woods after this to find himself. Is gonna be really disappointed. They didn't show either one of them shit in the woods. I'll tell you that they ain't really in the woods unless they're fucking dropping trout and fucking taking <laughs> shit into a hole. Then you know they're in the woods. That is necessary on the fantasy suite mm-hmm. date. Like I have to watch you pee in a weird place. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I got to make sure you don't sit on the toilet all weird when you're peeing. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I got to check that out. Trying to pick a wife, okay, right. not a girlfriend. <laughs> Uh, so obviously he chooses Rachel because he, at the end of the day, you know, he just prefers racists. It's just his preference, you know, like it's just his preference. Like when, when he watches porn, uh, does he, he don't know she's a reference, racist, a racist yet though yet, right? Because none of those pictures well, came out. He thinks out. he just prefers white girls. Well, I mean, don't we all? I mean, you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, people I, of color are crazy, man. Like the 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 second girl. Bree, the 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 one that set the second to the, the runner up, mm-hmm. like she doesn't look. She looks like she one of her moms is is, is like Indian or Mexican or something. She doesn't look like her she mom has, is white. Yeah, she doesn't look full her, on. Her mom she is like black mom her and mom dad. Is like you know kind of like she doesn't look black mom. The other girl Jewish looked like black mom and dad. <laughs> she totally had a black mom and dad vibe. The third girl. Michelle? Michelle, yeah. She had a black the mom and dad teacher, vibe. The teacher, the good person. Right. He likes uh, her on paper. Yeah, but the other girl didn't have a black mom and dad vibe. They're all crazy. The white girl, they, they, I wouldn't have chose none of them, honestly. I'd have fucking said, hey, we need a new round. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah let, let, let me go look back through the ones I kicked out again because these ones aren't all that great. I miss Serena C. I wouldn't date anybody named Serena. <laughs> Ser- Serena C, she was um, she was Asian, but she was, it felt like she was only there, well, with her edit. Like, I mean, all, all these people are probably like good, complex human beings. But like, basically, Serena was just edited to like, look like she was casting shade whatever drama was going on and then like try to have a real conversation with Matt and wasn't really able to because Matt's kind of flat like Matt has no personality Matt's so boring that at one point when he's talking to his mom his mom was like well I'm so glad to see you so animated and having facial expressions and the brother's like I've never seen him express an emotion in his entire life so this feels really cool that he is using emotion words and it's like the (laughs) bar is on the floor with Matt like (laughs) He's so fucking boring. It was even weird to me just to have his fucking drug dealer brother sitting there and asking about it too. That was just weird. <laughs> he had, yeah, it was just weird to me. He looked like he had cocaine in his pocket. Oh yeah, and didn't uh, somebody on the Bachelorette didn't didn't they have a? Oh yeah, uh, the the aeronautical engineer yeah, or his whatever. Brother was a drug his dealer. brother was. <laughs> Like had been in jail and had all this like prison wisdom and like the way he talked the way he talked about emotions was like as if he took like a self development course in prison and like read one self help book because it was the only one in the library <laughs> and that's that's a trope I kind of want to do like a Bachelor of Paradise but it's just the um, hot moms. And then, like, the gangster brothers. brothers. Yeah. (laughs) Hot moms, gangster brothers, and hot fatter sisters. And that's the whole island. And Mm -hmm. then they all, like, date and hang out. I I feel like it would be a better show. I can't wait for Bachelor in Paradise. We're going to cover that, too, right? Yeah. I can't wait for a fucking Bachelor with, like, a fucking fat, overweight fucking Mexican dude. It's going to be fucking so awesome. A dude like me. 
There ain't no fucking bachelor going to be no dude like me. Even, the, even yeah. that lame dude doesn't look as lame as fucking Phil, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Imagine Phil. I, I want to see a Phil fucking oh, dude, bachelor. Like, look at this dude. Imagine this dude, the bachelor. The world would explode if he'd I was like, on TV, he'd, dude. He would like, <laughs> like, our bang week's going to be so cool. It's like, yeah, I banged them. I'm not supposed to tell you guys that, but I do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, just like every time they like interview you, like, how was it? You're supposed to be like, oh, you know, we talked a lot about a lot about a lot of issues we talked about religion and family but the whole time you're just like wink wink <laughs> you know we talked about religion wink <laughs> laugh for 10 minutes <laughs> yeah when i say religion i mean blowjobs <laughs> so here's a question how much do you guys or do you even do this uh involve like your family members in your relationship and zero decisions? zero yeah why is that i do not ask my parents why wouldn't you ask them every time you fuck someone Mm-mm. nope they don't i don't even tell my parents who i fuck it, like i don't even i don't even introduce them to my parents unless i because my parents are way cool have you guys met my parents yet? at the underground. My whole family is fucking amazing. Yeah, you know everyone from yeah, every, yeah, awesome. and and I I uh, I, I got a real I, I I can't be sharing that with everybody because they're gonna everybody my family's gonna love whoever I bring around and then I'm gonna feel all bad when when I'm be like hey I don't want to fuck this girl no more sorry mom <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna be bringing that girl around no more because I don't want to fuck her no more I'm sorry I I just can't bring myself to even say that to my mom so the only girls I've only I've only introduced my mom and my family maybe to like four girls. Yeah. Four girls that I've dated to where they get introduced to them. And I'm saying, hey, look, I'm going to bring them around now and say, hey. And then every time they're not around no more, my mom's like, what happened to her? She was real nice. Yeah. It's like, yeah, she turned me complete cunt, mom. Sorry. Yeah, I my dad's that. like that. My dad's like, oh, like yeah. he's more hurt than I am. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I, that's why I don't like that. So, nope, none. I don't like their opinions. I don't want their opinions. I That's cool. I, I take, because uh, they've been married like 38 years now, my parents. So I come from a place of, of marriage, so you know, so I am definitely looking to like get married and shit. I'm just not gonna ask their advice because they're fucking completely insane, both my parents. My brother, my little brother Oliver, who I run So What I Miss podcast with, he will give me really good advice, but I end up not taking it until like a year and a half later. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I took your advice. But then I got this sister, uh, who I love, but I do not take her advice because She's kind of like older and we're all crazy. We're all different kind of crazy. The kind of crazy she is, it's just like if I've been dating someone for two weeks and have a pregnancy scare, she'll be like, she'll ask me two questions about it. I'll be like, keep it. Keep the baby. You're never going to find a man like that again. Keep it. Like that's always where she goes. And I'm just like, dude, you get excited about like every Tinder date that replies to you. Like (laughs) I'm not fucking following your advice. Um, And then my parents are just ashamed I have so much sex. So And then- like my brother, I would never ask my brother. Like the slags that he fucking brings home, I'm like, dude. Like I don't need his advice. His advice is gonna just be smash, smash it, do it, do it, smash it. Get her drunk first, give her drugs, she'll smash. No, not good. No advice from my brother. Brother ain't gonna meet him. Mom and dad ain't gonna fucking meet him. Nope. I'm gonna. I gotta get to know her for at least three, four months before I, I'm even thinking about bringing up. Plus, I feel like it's an awkward way to spoil your time with your family to bring someone in, like. I used to bring people home more because I was just more excited about relationships and I'd be in long-term ones. But then, you know, I'd bring them back for Thanksgiving and it's just like, you know, now the memory of, you know, my shitty ghetto redneck Thanksgiving shit show is sullied by you feeling awkward and traumatized by my family. Right. And then like uh, like when, they, when he brought in the first girl, the first girl, uh, Michelle, 
and they sit down next to each other and like he like starts rubbing the inside of her leg and shit and then she starts rubbing the inside of his leg and they're right in front of the fucking mom and shit and so I was like that's a little weird you know and it's the first girl and then the next day the next girl comes and starts rubbing his rubbing the legs again <laughs> so mom's sitting there watch two different fucking slags fucking rub the inside of her fucking son's leg and I, I just couldn't believe it I was like how is that mom just just like don't fucking touch my son in front of me do not rub the inside of my fucking son's thigh. Uh, she's you know? probably doing that too. It was weird. She's probably dating all the all the young guys. Yeah. Touching a whole bunch of thighs. Touching a bunch of inner thighs. <laughs> oh man, I would be so angry. My mom brings home some dude for me to beat and they're all fucking touching each other's inner thighs in front of me and shit. I'd be like, oh no. Oh, I bet Matt James's uh, gangster brother has a recording studio in her basement. <laughs> and so a lot of young Firm SoundCloud rappers come through, mm-hmm. and you know she makes them a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Well, what about you, Phil? Do you ever include family members in your relationship decisions, or even just use them for counsel? Uh, no, because uh, I've been indoctrinated, as my family, my whole family has, by the the religion. Um, yeah, I was re- raised Jehovah's Witness. And so, yeah, so they hate on promiscuity. Well, yeah, we were supposed to. We can date, but it has to be like for marriage or like you know, it's not. It doesn't like present any opportunity to like, you know, make decisions. You know, against other people that you have dated. You have to like I don't know, get to know them and then date and then get married and then fuck and then meet my parents. So like I wasn't really down with that, like, but I it it made sense, you know. Like I had lots of friends, you know, with divorced parents, and you know, as a young person, I was just like, oh, yeah, we should just like stay together. And uh, so I didn't really get that notion or get that, you know, that other concept of like dating to actually see what you like or who you like and you know how other people are and how you can make a connection with different people um so like yeah I didn't get that until I was like maybe 23 I I lost my virginity for real like maybe when I was 25 or 24 oh wow Late bloomer. I happen. Yeah. I happen to have like a, a few very close female friends, and I would much rather ask their their opinion on my my uh, dating life and sex life than any of my family. Well, that's true. And and the, I've seen that on the show a couple times, and I really like it. Sometimes, like for uh, when, when they have like the hometown week where they go to meet families, there have been a couple times where the guy is just like, "Hey, you know, I'm not really tight with my family. Like, it's just big fucking clusterfuck." But we're gonna meet, you know, like my best gay friend George. And it's Sally, who I've known since I was three, mm-hmm. and like that's their right. family, and that you're right about that. Right, and then and then uh, like uh, friends, just in general, family, they have to put up with you. Like they're you're born with them, they're gonna put up with you. They're gonna they're gonna talk shit or talk good about you either way. But they got to put up with you. A friend chooses to hang out with you and chooses to be your friend and chooses to put up with all your fucking bullshit. So I would much rather take the advice of that person on why somebody's not putting up with my bullshit. Lately, I consider Phil Corridor actually to be my own personal Chris Harrison. Nice. 
because like he just I'm sort of knows everything son. about my love life. Yeah. <laughs> Minus the crying and whatnot, right? <laughs> oh, like, although I I don't cry to him normally. Yeah. I get high with him. Well, I cry on the train, so by the time <laughs> I get to his house, I'm all dried up. Nice. But yeah, he like I talk to him. It's funny, like I talked to both him and the woman he is seeing about my relationship problems, and lately they've been like the main ones I talk to. And, but then at the same time, like they talk to me too, so it's like we're right, it's right. like a Chris Harrison co- like co op, like we're all Chris Harrisoning each other. Yeah, yeah. I got I got two two main good best friends. One I've known since middle school, like uh, seventh grade, and then the one that I took to the mic the other night. I've known her like six years. We're real close. I met her at Bonnery. Nice. Of course, you have a poster. About yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, who, whose opinion do you take into account, Phil Corridor? As a logical person, opinions—they're <laughs> just nice words, or they're bad words. They, you know, I'll take it in. But I, as a narcissist, I know my way is always best. Uh, but it's good to get other perspectives. Uh, but like, yeah, I, I kind of just go balls to the wall, or just balls in my hand. Yeah, he he just he just fucks, deals with the <laughs> emotional consequences later. <laughs> uh, have y'all ever fucked multiple multiple people in one week, and then had to choose? <laughs> and had to choose no, no. Well, at all. Yeah, yeah no, and then had to choose no. At all? I, I, no, I didn't choose them. I just fucked them both in the same you, Okay, you just fucked them both, yeah. And then I'm not with either one of them anymore. Either way, either way. So. <laughs> Whoops, my shit wasn't on. No, I haven't. <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't. Yeah, no. Not, not, uh, didn't have to choose them anymore. I just banged them both in the same week, and then that was it. That was the end of that week. I think it's normally better not to tell people that you're the bachelor and this is bang week and right. you could do it in real life and it's useful yeah. it's better not to just tell anybody that the person that you're banging that you're banging other people in the same week that would just keep that to myself i wouldn't yeah i, I don't tell the people that i'm banging multiple people in the same week yeah like yeah, I, no. I, I you didn't shower yeah yeah like I, yeah no, no, no. <laughs> or like you did that sort of half rinse yeah, right, off right. <laughs> Fucking, uh, just, just splash the water on yourself in the sink and shit i watched the come out of my hair and that's it yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, head hair huh <laughs> What about you, Corridor? No, because even though I'm a narcissist, I I feel empathy. <laughs> you know, like I wouldn't want a girl to be like smashing other dudes. Or like if she was going to be like, hey, I'm going to, you're nice, but I'm also going to pursue this other guy. That would, you know, that would maybe sting. I don't know. It's never happened, but I feel like it would be easier than just like you know me having to accept that i'm probably a part of the hotation which is a vocab word that i learned from my friend i like to call it my stable yeah or my roster i like to call it my roster i've got to draft some kings um but that's me being a narcissist uh yeah yeah, this is why we're single. Right. Oh, people are always like, why aren't you married yet? Because I'm still holding out for the right man. That's what they say on The Bachelor. Another thing they say a lot is when they break up with each other and they don't know what to say and they're big fat pussies, they always say, I don't think I can get there with you. Like he says that to Michelle after she buys him a jersey. Like Michelle buys him a jersey 
uh, like as her love language is uh, selecting people Sports for her basketball team. That's her love language. Mm-hmm. She's always just like, all right, all right, I'm going to choose you for my basketball team. Here's a jersey. Like, that's just uh, her love language. So that that's like the greatest gift she could give. And then he basically breaks up with her on the spot because uh, he doesn't want to date a checklist. <laughs> but like, uh, that's what he says to her is, I just don't think I can get there with you. And I've heard that breakup line so many times. The first time I heard it on The Bachelor, I thought it was a really good line. <laughs> You know, like if you're going to break out with someone, like that's a really good way of saying, you know, definitely no. It's it's like the, it's not you, it's me, except it's like I can't get there with you. So there's more ownership. It's just like I'm not going to get to have the feelings that you have. Uh, but that it's it's shitty and it's a cop out when every person on that show breaks out with people that way. Yeah. What's your love language? Bukaki. Lies. then how would you know if you're in the middle of the circle you don't know where it's coming from love is blind (laughs) it's all in my eyes it's like love isn't blind you just have come in your eyes now my love language is food 100 percent yeah like what about you philip I call you Felipe. Felipe, yeah. Okay. The, a couple, of the, a couple of the elders call me that. It's the the elder, the elder Mexican and Indians call me that. Uh-huh. So yeah, you're you're more than welcome to call me. That's that funny because gay men call me Jean Vieve. Yeah. Jean Vieve. When every time I read it, I feel like there's like 13 more syllables than they're in it than when I read it. So I'm always like Geneva Neve Neve. Let's see my love language. Uh, you know, I'm barely, I'm new, I'm new in comedy scene. So I've only been doing stand up like six months or so heavy. So before I was doing stand up, it would be funny. I need a girl that's funny. Amber, my, one of my best friends, the one I've known since thir- 13, fucking hilarious. One of the funniest people that I know. So funny, funny is just got to be on the list. Now, I don't know, not, now, not, now in the last six months, funny is little, it's a dime a dozen now. So funny, funny isn't necessarily on my list as much right now. I think humor compatible is maybe more right, yeah, important. Yeah, humor. I, I would. I would uh, that's a good way of phrasing it. Yeah, humor compatible. Because they're not performing for you, but you should. Right. Y'all should be able to riff. Right, right, right. So I would say just yeah, like just being just being uh funny. Funny is awesome. And uh, you say all music? No, not all music, man. I, I I not all music. Listening to multiple types of music is good. I'm for that. But oh man, I hate when somebody listens to shit music. Yeah, I don't have the heart to tell them that they got shit music preferences, but my God, that is some shit music you are listening to right there. Or when yeah. they just listen to one genre and they're right. really snobby just, about right. it, like, uh, like, uh, like I, I've dated like some like older white guys that used to be in the punk scene, and they'll just be really particular right. about their punk shit. It's like, oh, I like three of those bands, but it's like I also like all this other stuff that's happened in musical history, and they're right. just like, that ain't punk. <laughs> yeah, it's like, dude. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, no. But good music is good. So good music will probably be good music, good concerts. Concerts are always good. You got to be ready to go see a concert with me because at least now, before COVID, now I don't know about now anymore. But concerts was like my main fucking main thing. You know what I'm saying? If you mm-hmm. you got to be you got to be ready to go see a fucking concert. That rules a lot of people out because these days, like, there's a whole Netflix and chill type. And it's not that I don't want to watch a movie with the guy sometimes, but it's just like if that's your idea of a date. Yeah, Netflix and chill. Like I like events. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, an event. Go check it out. We can, yeah, oh yeah, go to the movies. I used to love to go to the movies. Now not so much no more anymore. But yeah, going to the movies. I used to love to go see the movies. Let's go to a movie. Fuck yeah, old school date, classic dinner in a movie. 
Yeah. yeah. I only risk getting COVID if I'm getting stage time. Mm. And it's like, <laughs> fuck it. Just run out. You can run out the whole movie theater now for like hundred bucks. I want to go, uh, I want to go bowling. Me too. I want to stick my fingers. Inside. <laughs> I want to let my hand on the little. On the little air thing? Yeah. You want to be like. Get rid of my clam. What's your love language? Uh, guilt and regret. <laughs> that is kind of uh, an aphrodisiac. On, on your part or theirs, huh? Is me. It's like I'll, like with anybody, like, uh, like if somebody, even like a friend, like really likes me, I'll be like, oh, that's, that's really nice, but I can't really feel it unless I know that they resent me for some reason and then they're still nice to me, then I can feel, you know, that connection. Or if I am like... Like they made it past the first boss monster. Yeah. Which is you being a monster. Yeah. Yeah. They made made it past your no cigarettes fucking phase and shit. And if they forgive me, then that's love. (laughs) I really like when guys are generous, but at the same time, it's like if a guy's generous to a certain point, I start to feel like I'm hustling him and he is my mark. And even if I'm, you know, actively trying not to do that and treat him fairly, I still feel like that. Like, I, because it, it, it goes back to, I used to be like a stripper and like really hustle people in New Orleans for like five years. And I was just in hustle mode for five years. And it just like every person I met, I would objectify them in the sense, like, what can I get out of you? Like, size you up, tell you what you want, give you real intimacy, give you something real, but for my benefit. And so I can, I have a hard time accepting generosity, even though I'm a vampire for generosity. So. Yeah. How about this after the final rose where... (laughs) Chris Harrison, the host of The Bachelor, is now on leave because he had a... An opinion. Yeah, (laughs) he had a vibrant discussion with a woman on TV about how maybe we shouldn't just like throw Rachel away as racist. And so now he's been canceled a racist. He has to go. I just assume there's like this university somewhere like under the ground in the woods where they put people like this. And they're going to study. They're just going to watch like uh, like the March on Selma footage for like hours with like their uh, eyes taped open. Like Mountain this is the clock clockwork orange. Orange, Exactly. <laughs> like they're, they're, they're just going to like have to experience racism because I feel like that's the only way you're going to learn. Like we have to set up kind of a trauma vibe. Like you have to like not eat for a couple days and we're making you watch these, these old school film videos. And so, so that's where they go. And he's been replaced with this other host who is a big attractive black man who's seemingly wearing the same host that Chris Harris, the same suit that Chris Harrison wore. Cause he's wearing a really tiny suit and it's like, they changed out the host, but they didn't have time to buy new suits. He's not wearing socks. That's cold. I'm going to go home and watch that right away. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, what did you think? What did you think of, Sort of the, what would you say is the mission statement of that after the final rose? Um, mission statement. Hey, Bachelor isn't racist. We got a black guy. He's hosting this. Did yeah. I, is that the question? Yes. Yeah. I would, I would say racial clarity. 
Yeah, well, it was a racial reckoning. And so they did have some really good productive conversations that maybe this guy... I mean, definitely this guy, I feel like he um, he was better suited towards, you know, kind of controlling and maneuvering those conversations with these people on this topic. I think he did a really good job. Some people are like, oh, he's not, you know, uh, roasting Rachel's ass enough or something. But I think he did a good job of, like, writing that line and holding everyone accountable while, like, also, you know, not be a fucking dick. Because no one's going to talk or open up. Like, at one point, like, Matt James quits talking. The host has to basically talk for Matt James. Like, when he's asking him, like, oh, what's it like being the Black Bachelor? And, of course, Matt James hates it because Matt James's life has been ruined because he's Black. Like, he was chosen for the show because they needed a Black Bachelor. He was chosen from obscurity. He didn't come on from a previous season. He was just a guy with a TikTok account who was friends with another guy who was a contestant. And they're like, oh, he's wholesome. Let's pull him out of obscurity and make him compete for love and then he finds someone that he really loves and after they suffer a lot for each other to be with each other now they can't because racial issues and everyone's staring at them and like you know even if you believe a true love or whatever like true love can't survive like a scandal like that and they're they're not really true love because like they've been together for 10 years they were together for a few months they really care about each other there's a huge scandal and they can't be out in public together like it's not going to work and that's how I, that's where it turns into straight bullshit. Because that's what the fucking Bachelor is all about, is about true love. And true love definitely transcends fucking the public eye. And like, that should have been Matt James's chance to, you know, show America that like, just because a fucking one situation comes up from the past like before they even knew each other like like what so that's gonna destroy their manufactured relationship like the babies they could have had like i i I got kind of like sick to my stomach and a little teary-eyed i was watching back earlier today after like knowing how it ended and at one point she's making this joke about how like their kids would be crazy and they're like laughing about how like ah, our kids gonna be fucking nuts like they're imagining what their kids would be like and then it's just the fact that now those kids with those shared collected experiences and oddities because i feel like when people choose each other that show there's a lot of weird awkward oddities about them that make them compatible that you don't see one of which is religion, because they always edit out most of religion. But it's like, there's always a huge bond you don't see. And so that those dreams of those kids just aren't going to exist now because, like, literally, because people, because, yeah, because people on the internet just be looking for, they'll go through your, your whole, like, 2000 tweets from 10 years ago. Yeah, like, why don't you just get married and delete social media? Live your life, you know? Nope. We can't. They can't. I love my social media. Yeah. I love that drama and num nums. <laughs> well, you, I mean, you can lean into the genre and just be a person. Like, look at Doja Cat. Like, Doja Cat, people try to cancel her, like, every two weeks. <laughs> you know? And she just, like, just keeps doing her. And she's like, all right, maybe I won't do that exact same weird thing next time. But it's like, she came up through the internet or whatever. So it's like, we've all been on the internet. I have hours of me podcasting, which people have and people will probably in the future uh, continue to look back on and be like, oh, I'm going to find something weird about it in your podcast. It's like, fuck it. Okay. Let's talk about it. Do you want to be on my podcast? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was bullshit. Um, 
I do feel like Rachel got a bad deal in the sense that like she suffered a lot of pain and she's a very complex person. She exhibited some like very like low-key qualities that were interesting. Like she was one of the quietest people on there, but he was drawn to her because of that. He want he doesn't want, you know, a fucking performer. She's very earnest, like when they had the challenge where they were all reading uh uh sex fiction that they wrote for each other. This was a group date. They all had to write sex fiction and read oh, it. Yeah. At hers, it like wasn't the best, but it was like really earnest. Like it was really just like she just like loved this man. Like she she had these real feelings. And then her pain when he basically turned himself into Schrodinger's boyfriend and like instead of going on that final date with her, he's like, I need to think about it. And he didn't even text her to like reassure her. He just let her sit there in that room after she got dressed up for a date. And like waited till he proposed to her when he proposed to her he was all like uh so i really don't want to get married um so i'm not gonna propose to you and then it's like three hours later uh (laughs) but that doesn't mean i don't want to be with you (laughs) so she's like suffering the whole time yeah and she's gonna suffer forever life is suffering that's true. The only way out of suffering is to escape desire, which you can't do if you're looking for love. Anyway, I don't think we're going to solve racism tonight. I don't think uh, The Bachelor is going to solve racism just by getting rid of a couple people because The Bachelor is inherently racist. <laughs> American and television. Sexist. And sexist. Don't forget sexist. Yeah, it's sexist. It's ableist. It's... Uh, it's fat phobic like it, it is all this like and they're what they're gonna do that's the thing with having like this push for diversity is like they pick a guy like matt james just for no reason other than he's like generic and black and no one knows anything about him and then but he's but he's like still like an adonis he still has a perfect body he has like as much steroids as you could do without being a dick type body he doesn't eat yeah and but like now we're diverse like we threw a couple of like the black people we think are okay into the show now when are they gonna have the gay bachelor that would be sick that would be so much juice dude it really would and especially to do it mainstream because it's just like there there have been gay reality shows are like trashier channels and stuff which more power to them but to have like a you know we are serious we are all wearing tuxedos right now 25 seasons of not having a gay bachelor is a long time to not even think about not having one they should have had one like season 12 already yeah yeah the show barely acknowledges gay people and when they do acknowledge a black person it's like they have to have a white mom (laughs) yeah that's the bachelor anyway that's going to be it for tonight. You guys, uh, keep fucking as many people as you can until you find the two women that you want <laughs> your mom to meet. Introduce them to her the same week and then let her tears choose. Make sure you rub the inside <laughs> of their thighs in front of her. Oh, yeah. or, or, or like with Rachel, the very first thing he says is, you know, I like that Rachel's really open with her emotions. Like when I fucked all those girls and she was sad. So if you notice that she's sad or weird, uh, I actually like that. That's actually hot. <laughs> and then they all fucking love it. Because you know what? Some people just prefer racists. 